The Confession Corner may contain some content that is not suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to the Confession Corner, where we each week read all of your secrets and confessions. My name is Susan, and my lovely host is... Emily. And uh, we decided um, that we really enjoy drama... Um, but we don't like being a part of the drama. So nope. we wanted to tell all of the things without having to be in the things. So, Emily, how excited are you to read all of the uh, confessions and secrets and tidbits that have been sent our way? Okay, listen. As Susan said, I love drama. I love the tea, okay? Bring it to me. You got work tea. I want to hear all about it. I might not know these people, but that's okay, okay? I don't want to be in the drama. So this, for me, I'm honestly just so excited, and I can't wait to see where the podcast leads. Me too. I'm very excited. Uh, So for those of you who might not know, uh, either if you're not our family or friends that routinely hang out with us, um, Emily and I are siblings. Uh, I am the oldest, and she is my middle sister. Um, and so we've been talking about doing something like this for a little, a little while, um, and just decided, you know what, 2023 is the year of going for it. So this is us going for it. Definitely. So so the concept of the whole podcast is that, um, we will be sent in anonymous secrets or confessions that can be big or can be small. Uh, we do have some that we have supplemented from some of our anonymous sources, um, which, you know, we'll make sure are credited correctly. I'm not the specific user themselves, but the platforms that we used in the show notes. So between the two of us, you're going to get uh, some nice gossipy tea. So mm-hmm. Emily, as, um, as our brand new host of our new con- corner, uh, why, don't, why don't you start with an easy one? Okay. So you know how it goes. You are chilling out on a Sunday afternoon you take in a little bit of the devil's lettuce, okay? <laughs> and you just need something kind of funny to read, but it's also a confession, okay? So I took the batteries out of my grandma's clock, and she still doesn't know it was me. <gasps> Ma'am. Okay. I had to stay with my grandma overnight to help her with whatever she needed because she had had surgery, and I went there to stay this stay the night and go to sleep the clocks were ticking and they were keeping me awake and uh, side note anybody who is neurospicy or has adhd or you know any sort of on the spectrum you kind of know what this is like okay so valid the clocks were keeping me awake and itching my brain so i took out all the batteries and i hid them and i never put them back and she didn't know it was me (laughs) thoughts <laughs> okay so uh we forgot to mention we cold read all of these so we have no idea what they're gonna say we literally see the title line and that's it so as someone who routinely um hears clocks ticking in their everyday life i validate this on a yeah. level but at the same time i eventually would have put the batteries back <laughs> well okay so i mean you know, 
being on the spectrum, I completely understand this, okay? Because sometimes you can just hear the... And it's just, oh my gosh, it is nerve-ending. And I don't know if you remember, but there was a clock in Grandma and Papa's house in the pink room, and it had that clock that just ticked and ticked and ticked. Oh, God. (laughs) So, like, I mean, honestly, validated. But I do think you should have put the batteries back after you left. I, I agree with that, right? So I would understand if it was like a manual clock, you know, like those old ones you have to like wind right. up with a special key. But a battery clock, I'm not sure. Like, and again, I'm not as narrow spicy as you are, M, but like, I feel like a battery clock wouldn't bother me. But at the same time, I also understand this because this is like a clicking pen, right? I have the same issue yeah. when people click their pens. So I feel that. But like, friend, you should have put the batteries back. <laughs> yeah definitely no I personally I can definitely hear the ticks on a battery clock but again I would have at least put them back so <laughs> moral of the story put the batteries back when you're done messing with people's clock if you're gonna take the batteries out at least put them back when you're leaving okay <laughs> <laughs> okay so there you go Susan we're going to stick on this theme of clocks because I just so happened to find one that is also about a clock. That's funny. Um, so this one says, uh, the title is, I set the clock 10 minutes ahead in the conference room to trick my manager. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> I have thoughts already. At my last job, I set the clock 10 minutes ahead to play a prank on our manager during our weekly meeting. And I forgot about it. Three weeks later... <laughs> Three weeks later, our manager comes out laughing his ass off. He said of all of them, of all the managers, he couldn't figure out why all of their meetings kept feeling so short when someone pointed out that the clock was way off. The whole team just laughed, knowing it was me. No shame. I love office pranks. Oh, my gosh. So this very much reads um, The Office, Dunder Mifflin. Like... I was just thinking that. <laughs> It just definitely reads like The Office or like Parks and Recs or something. Definitely feels like a Jim Halpert prank um, <laughs> to like trick Michael into letting them out early. Um, so I sit on copious amounts of meetings literally every day for my everyday job. And unfortunately, all of them are digital. So I do not have the pleasure of this. But I 110% agree. Agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely. I haven't been in an office, obviously, because of COVID. And yeah other situations but all of my meetings are digital as well i wish i could do this <laughs> i don't know if i'd have the balls to actually pull it off but like yeah that's, i would think that's about a, it <laughs> yeah no i mean that's i think it's funny as you should friend as you should all right what's next em? all right um we're getting a little more serious here Okay. I haven't dated in years because my last relationship was long distance and I was catfished. Oh, ma'am. Yeah. Okay. So here's my thoughts. I genuinely don't know how people get catfished anymore. <laughs> okay. Let's not judge this person pre, pre, like pre, uh, <laughs> You know, but to be fair, I don't know anything other background wise. So, like, I don't know their story or anything. This is just a, you know. So, granted, I don't understand how people get catfished, but. I mean, Emily, there's a whole show dedicated to being catfished on MTV. I know, but like the technology in the day and the age that we're in is just like kind of unnecessary, you know? Like, it shouldn't. 
I feel you. But again, there's a whole like industry, monetized industry about being catfished. People are just mean. Yeah, you're not wrong. But I feel I feel bad for this person. I'm sad that they got catfished because that's really like freaking messed up. But not dating in years? Like I mean maybe the trust is Yeah, but I mean again, obviously we don't know like how into their relationship they were, like whatever, but like man, that just sucks. Freaking sucks, bro. So I feel bad for I feel bad for our friend, uh, whether they're male or female, or if they don't identify as either non-binary. But like, I think you should get out there, right? I feel like you. Right. I think that you need to take that step, right? You need to like get out there and invest in the world and know that okay, well, I was burned once before, but at the same time, like you're just you're inhibiting yourself because you're not building a relationship with somebody and relationships are like what make humans human yeah I completely agree no I I completely agree I think that eventually you have to take that step forward and you have to you know prepare yourself to be hurt unfortunately you know and relationships do take a lot of work and the trust definitely like once your trust is broken it's definitely hard to put yourself back out there but if you're listening friend I highly suggest taking that step towards a relationship definitely yeah okay so for our next one our title reads I have a pretty bad stealing problem and it starts with all the small things oof listen This is going to be a doozy, I feel like. Okay. I steal a lot, especially from clothing stores. Usually, I will take pins from Hot Topic or Spencer's because, let's be real, even though it's only $2, it's more than likely just overpriced. Issue is, is that when I do it, I do it whenever I get the chance, not for necessity or anything of the sort. It's just because I can. I want to stop, but it's really hard for some reason. Okay. So, friend... This could be twofold, right? If you were asking asking our drama, right? A, it could be like a whole thing where you probably need to see a therapist. But again, no judgment, no forcing, no anything like that. Or it's this like need of validation, right? Like, oh, look what I can get away with. Um, not to progress right. to like aggressive level, but like think about why serial killers do that, right? They thrive on that attention. Like the fear of um... getting caught. Yeah, I don't, maybe it's not even a fear of getting caught. Maybe it's more of just, like, the fear of that, like, adrenaline, right? Not even, like, oh, I'm going to get caught. Because he said it was minor, or they said, I apologize. They said it was minor things, like pins and stuff. Right, but it says they still from clothing stores, too. And, like, okay, so we don't know, like, how high-end, whether it's, like, the thrift shop or right. something designer, but, like, stealing is stealing, right? Stealing is stealing. I completely agree you know you definitely shouldn't steal um I think if you really really want to stop then this person needs to ask themselves why like why am I doing this right like I stealing is wrong just plain and simple I mean I'm not gonna (laughs) right I mean I'm not gonna sit here and say that I've never stolen anything in my life because I definitely did when I was younger but <laughs> I mean, I feel like we all have gone through that phase where we're just like, yeah, I'm going to take this from Target. 
Yeah, or <laughs> Walmart, girl, Walmart. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I would definitely just be like, why am I doing this? Is it the satisfaction I get after doing it? Is it the the fact that I know I could get caught? Is it the adrenaline? Is it a dopamine thing? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it, we obviously don't know their home life, right? It's an anonymous thing that was sent in to us. But I feel like it's a valid question. Like, why am I doing this? Am I doing it because I want to get caught and I want somebody to stop me? Or am I doing it because I need that happy feeling? Right. Exactly. And I think it also depends, too, on, like, are you stealing something that's, like, consistently, like, $2? Right? Or are you stealing something that's, like, $50, $60, $70? Right, because, friend, (laughs) there is also a larceny charge involved in that if it gets too high. True, true, true. Nobody wants to go to jail. No. So, um, I I suggest um, to this person that they seek some kind of help. I mean, that's totally okay. Valid. A girl goes to therapy, too, so. I mean, we love therapy here. So, for our next one, this one is interesting okay and just by the title okay here we go i hope my sister sister's boyfriend breaks up with her (gasps) i hope my sister's boyfriend breaks up with her he is an amazing guy truly deserves to be happy i love him like a brother but my sister is just nasty to him and it sickens me (gasps) oof Man. I try to intervene when I can. I hope they break up for his sake and to give her a wake up call that she is not all that. Okay. Um, I am stunned and I'm here for this drama. Okay. Listen. I've been in a situation like this. Oh, that's right. You have. I have. Where my friend was had the nicest boyfriend and he was honestly a genuine human being and one of the best people I had known and she just treated him like absolute garbage like and I'm talking like almost abusive like mentally abusive you know to the point where I was like girl like, you gotta be nicer to this boy. Like, you do you not see, like, what he does for you and, like, you know, everything he's given you. And, like, so I completely understand. I completely understand. Listen, if it was me and it was either you or the other one, baby sister, I'd be racking your in the head. I'd be like, listen, ma'am, you need to get your life together. Like- right. Because here's the thing, ladies, I'm speaking to you specifically, okay? You don't want your man to treat you like garbage. You don't treat your partner like garbage. And this goes for not just ladies. This goes for everybody. If you don't want your partner to treat you like trash and that you don't want them to be mean to you and if they raise their voice at you one time and you're like, oh, you're so real, blah, blah, blah. And then you do this. Mm. Talk about stereotypes, Miss Ma'am person, because it goes both ways. That it does. It's very much a mutual respect thing. Like, you can't expect your partner to continuously respect you if you treat them like garbage. Exactly. And on the other side of that, flip side, if your partner's first instinct and first reaction is to get angry and to start name-calling, 
when things don't go their way, no, red flag, leave. Red flag. Red flag all around. Miss ma'am, red flag, okay? You so, don't, that's, let's just to, life to advice. Our, to our uh, inputter and our, our commenter here, um, tell your sibling to get their life together. Yeah, genuinely, I, like, if you're super close with your sister, which if you're, I'm assuming you are because you said you love her boyfriend, I would just give her, you know, a little slap in the head because that ain't right. And he doesn't deserve that. And personally, this sounds terrible, but I would also talk to the boyfriend and be like, look, you don't deserve this. (laughs) Yeah, like, genuinely, I, I would try to talk to the boyfriend and be like look homie you don't deserve it you know yeah I mean that's definitely a situation to be tough in um but at the same time you have to like look out not only like I know that's your sister and that's your sibling and like not everybody has a relationship like we do um we're like we're ride and die but at the same time respect is respect right exactly I agree so okay on a lighter note um we all love a good rice cooker, right? I mean, I who doesn't rice? Who doesn't love a good rice cooker? So, Wash your <laughs> yes, TikTok Mulan guy. Yeah, I, I don't him. know if you guys have seen the TikTok Mulan guy. I love him. He's amazing. He yells at you to wash your rice, and if you're not washing your rice, you're wrong. Okay, wash your rice. I'm telling you, wash your rice. Okay, so. Our title is, Am I the Asshole if I Do Not Give Back the Rice Cooker I Bought? No. (laughs) A few days ago, I bought a rice cooker on Facebook Marketplace for $80. Okay, was it a fancy rice cooker? Because $80. Because that's expensive, man. How many cups of rice does a bitch make? I went to go pick it up. It was about an hour away. Today, the seller messaged me and asked for it back, and they were going to refund my $80. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. They were going to buy a larger model to the seller that they were going to buy their upgraded rice cooker from and then lied about what condition it was in. The problem is, is that I really like this rice cooker and I don't want to make that hour trip to return it. Am I the asshole if I keep it? No, you are not no. the asshole. You bought that fair and square. First of all, ma'am, you bought it from them. Okay. You exchanged money for a good. That bitch is yours now. <laughs> So, no, you take your rice cooker, you wash your rice, and you make yourself some rice. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. And here's the thing. If they, even if, okay, say she was like, you know what? Okay, yeah. You know, I'll give it back to you as long as you give me my 80 bucks. They better be coming to you, ma'am. Right. Exactly. Like, it's not my fault that you sell you, your end of the bargain fell through. This is mine. This is mine now. So you can refund my $80 and come pick it up. That's what I'm saying. If they're going to at least refund your 80 bucks, right? Okay, cool. You better come get it. I'm not driving the hour. you going to refund my gas? <laughs> gas is expensive. Right. Exactly. Gas is expensive. Um, I also would not give back that rice cooker. That shit is mine. No. But, but again, I think you did um, get gypped on the price because unless it's a really nice rice cooker, $80? Okay, well, how many people you feed in? Okay, well, if it's a big one, I can see it being like eighty dollars. Yeah, but... that's true. I mean, I do have a little rice cooker that I got for like twenty five bucks though that makes like two cups of rice. <laughs> see, twenty five dollars for two cups of rice for eighty dollars. That's got to make like you know what, how, whatever that math is. It's too late in the day for me to be doing that kind of math. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even do math. I mean, you're right. 
Um, I'm terrible at math. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't. Um, but no, I do not think that you're the asshole friend. I think that that belongs no. to you, and you do not need to return it if you don't want to. No, definitely not. I mean, that would be like buying something from a store and then a store calling you up and being like, oh, that was our last one. Can you return it? Well, I would only return it if there was like a recall on it, like a safety recall. I'd be like, nope, it's well, fine. Doll. <laughs> I can't with people, you guys. All right. I got a good one. I saw this, okay, from a third party and I died laughing. <laughs> I was fucking a guy. And his toupee came off. <laughs> Is there any subject? <laughs> okay, we don't shame. We do not shame on this podcast. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. So fucking a guy and his toupee came off. <laughs> I'm 27 and was talking to this guy, 29, on an app for a few weeks. We met up for a drink. He came back to mine. All was well. We were hooking up at one stage, and I got really into it. I pulled on the back of what I w- thought was his real hair, and the top of his hairline came unstuck. Oh, no. he, ran- <laughs> he ran to my bathroom and locked himself in. I tried to talk to him into coming out, but eventually he just asked me to drop his clothes by the door so he could leave. This oh, was no. a Saturday. This was a Saturday, and he hasn't responded since, and I texted him to ask him if he was okay the morning afterwards. She wants, they want to know, is there anything I would, I'm so sorry, is there anything I could say that would lessen his embarrassment? I feel like it was my fuck up that led to this, and I don't know, and I don't want him to have insecurities, and I don't know what to do. Any advice appreciated. Oh, no. Okay. <sighs> so let's take a deep breath. Okay, so at least you checked on him. Right. Right, at least you were the good person and were like, are you good? Are you okay? Right. if you had just left it cold, you would be an asshole. Totally, totally. And you know what? I don't think it's their fault because they, the person probably panicked, you know, if, right. you know, especially if hair loss is something new that they were struggling with, you know? Right. Like, they're like, oh, fuck yeah, I got a toupee, like, I look good, because I mean, as you know, hair can make or break you. you yeah. Know? I mean, listen, that poor friend. <laughs> the poor guy was just trying to like get, get some, some tea. You know, he's just trying to get some, and his fucking toupee came off unstuck. Listen, the okay. got to be glue wasn't got to be in. <laughs> oh no, Emily! <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So to, to answer um, our commenter's question, um, I think you just have to let it marinate. Like if it, if they decide to come back and like finish whatever they started and see if it goes anywhere, like at this point, that person needs to decide whether or not they're going to be embarrassed by this or not. I mean, obviously they were embarrassed because they were like, leave me alone. Um but I don't think there's anything you can do. It's it's probably going to be one of those ones where you're going to be just kind of leave it for now. Um, yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree. This is not on this person at all. You know, there could have, like I said, there could have been a million things, you know, this guy was struggling with and, 
hair loss was probably something new or he just got his toupee or you know but i definitely don't think this was on this person is it a little funny kind of yeah <laughs> kind of oh no the poor friend <laughs> but no i i mean i definitely think this isn't on you know them but it's kind of funny i'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. So, uh, we're going to continue this, like, semi-embarrassment thing, right? Um, so, our, our commenter says, um, oh, hang on. I don't want to do that one. <laughs> Sorry. The, the title had it a little bit too explicit, so I, I decided to change it. Um, okay. I stole $100 from Walmart and spent it on Taco Bell. I mean, valid. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's see what our friend has to say. Today I went to Walmart. I bought some pants, some food, and a few books. That sounds like a good time. Uh, My change was supposed to be $30, give or take, but the machine spit out a $100 bill. I grabbed it and put it in my wallet and waltzed out with my purchase. I gave $20 to a homeless lady. I spent $20 on some Taco Bell for myself, and I'm probably going to use the 60 for bills or something nice for myself. I never stole on purpose, only by accident. I'm a bit scared. What can I do legally? My receipt says they gave me the correct change. I do not feel bad. Walmart used to verbally abuse me. I do not feel bad because it, was a regular, it wasn't a regular cashier. It was the automated machine. Plus, they legally can't take that stuff from wages from the workers where I live. I do not feel bad because the CEO of Walmart is a millionaire. And I count the change for ground beef in a parking lot. <laughs> Thanks for reading. Um, friend, I, you know what? It's not your fault. It's not a cashier's no. fault. It's the computer's nope. fault. So you get your Taco Bell and you, listen, good karma. You spent that $20 and give it to a homeless person. That's what I was about to say. I was like, okay, hear me out. First of all, it was a machine's fault. You ain't got nothing to bad to feel about. If that happened to me, I'd be like, shit. And I'd be walking as fast in my car as I could. Right. Okay. So the universe gave you some good karma. You gave some good karma to a homeless person by giving them $20. All is well, my friend. May all the good good karma keep surrounding you, genuinely. (laughs) Exactly. Right. So you take, you are correct also. Walmart has a multi million dollar company. And they don't pay their their employees well. Um, And you know what? If it's not getting taken out of anybody's paycheck, girl, go for it. And here's the thing. Okay. You gave the 20 bucks to a homeless person. You took the 20 bucks for Taco Bell. We need fuel. And you said the other 60 is probably going to go to bills or something. So, like, honestly, I think you're good, homie. Me too. I think you're, I think you're in the clear there, friend. I think you're in the clear because <laughs> you got to pay your bills somehow, okay? Mm. So, oh, ma'am. All right, I got one more. Okay, good. I have one more after you. Okay, cool. I lost $30 million in the stock industry, and my family doesn't know. Holy. That's a big number. $30 million. Friend, what did you do? What did you invest in? Yeah, what did you invest in? So I know not to. I mean, I don't invest in anything. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in my 20s, and I don't know how to invest. (laughs) Mood. 
like thirty million dollars. How does your like million? Like that's a lot of money. And your family doesn't know. Do they not look at your financial records? Are you the sole provider for financials? If you're the sole provider of financials and you lost 30 mama million dollars, you should not be the sole provider anymore. (laughs) I mean, valid businesses lose that much in like an hour. Okay, but that's a business. That's true. I mean, unless this was 30 million dollars for a stock exchange like market broker. They didn't say. They just said they lost $30 million in the stock industry and his family doesn't know. I want to know how his family has been financially impacted. There's no amount of good karma that could come out of this. No. I just... That's a lot of money, dude. I can't. I I genuinely can't. Like, I'll never even see that amount of money in a day of my life. Listen, if I hit the lottery and win a lot of money, that'd be one thing. But I'm right there with you. I, I work a regular nine to five job. I, there's no way I'm making that much you money. You just lost it. Ugh, lost that's it. crazy. Granted, it's like okay. People, I don't, it's like people the casinos. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. Okay, and this is going to be my honest review. Um, I don't know nothing about the stock industry. I'm just going to say that right now. I know nothing about stocks. I know nothing <laughs> about trading. Okay. So my advice to this person would to be just tell them. Just do Yeah, it. you're going to need to tell them. I mean, unless, unless there is a way that there's like, you're so freaking rich, 30 million isn't anything for you, which possible, you know, I, I would just tell them. Mm. Uh, yeah, you should tell them. Yeah, um, that's all I gotta say from that one. Sorry, <laughs> I don't. I don't know what else to say. Like that's a lot of money that that could make or break, literally break somebody. Um, you should tell them. Okay, and yeah. um, <laughs> your last one. Let's go. Last one. Well, okay. So I th- I thought of my own personal one that I want to share. Um, that's oh. not like super sassy. Um, but I want our. Uh, I want our friends that are listening to us to know, and I actually have two, but I think I'm going to save the other one for next week because I kind of need to ask somebody if it's okay to share first. Yeah. They were they were in on it for that second one, mm-hmm. but it, it's not my really my story to tell. But anyways, back to our very last one. So the question we asked was, um, can you tell me a secret? And our commenter, uh, who was a 36 to 44-year-old, uh, identified themselves as male, has said... I try and flirt with as many new women every day. Oh, by the way, I'm married. Ooh. So, listen. We do, here at the Confession Corner, we do not judge, right? We accept all parties. We accept all walks of life here, whether it's in a monogamous relationship that is fully happy with two people or multiple partners in it, whatever, Right. Um, does your spouse know that you flirt? Right. That would be my number one question. Right. Is this a consensual flirtation? And by consensual, I mean, A, the normal version of consensual. Like if you're hitting on people and they say, stop, do you stop? And B, does your partner know? 
or are you just stepping out because you can? Mm, that's fair. Uh, that's fair. I think it also depends on what people consider quote unquote flirting, right? right? I personally, so like for me, I'm a naturally once I get used comfortable to people, obviously, I'm Thanks, very, anxiety. <laughs> yeah, really. I'm naturally a very talkative. I would say flirtatious person. Right, right. Right. But I'm not flirting with you. Right, right. So are we talking like, let me pick up this girl or a guy at the bar. Let me set that flirty text over text message, Tinder, Hinge, or Grinder. Right? Right. Or are we talking like, I'm just naturally vivacious and I like to have flirty conversations so that I can get some of the things that I need, i.e. customer right. service voice. Right. Or like, hey, let me go flirt with this semi-cute co-worker because she has something I need. Like, you know. <laughs> Pull the random girl that's like, I want free drinks. <laughs> oh, wait, I am okay, not let condoning me... <laughs> workplace sexual harassment, by the way. <laughs> let's, yeah, let's, let's preface this. We do not condone sexual harassment. All consensual conversations. If someone says stop, stop. No is a complete sentence. Agreed. Uh, so this would be my question, friend. Does your partner know? Because if they do, yeah. by all means, you live your best life. Yeah. Right? I would definitely say if your partner is okay with it and your partner knows, then I'd say you're good. If they don't, I would highly suggest discussing it with your partner. Okay, friends. So these are all the ones that were sent in to us. Um via like the google form that is going to be in our show notes bio where you can anonymously submit stuff yourself or through our email which is the confession corner pod at gmail.com um or you know those people that just come up to us and say hey i have something to tell you and they text it to us um so these are all those right but emily i have something for you Mm -hmm. Uh, that was just told to me about two weeks ago that i think you should be in on Oh, 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 do you, so let me take a breath because when it was told to me, I freaked (laughs) out. (laughs) I need to know. Okay. So do you, you know of my lifelong best friend, A, right? Yeah. Um, So A ever so enlightened me the other day when I was on her podcast, uh, Uh Let's Talk, (laughs) Which I hope that's the name of her podcast. <laughs> oh my god, your best friend. You don't even know the name best of her friend. podcast. Well, she changed her podcast name. Okay, anyways, what anyways, did she tell you? Um, do you remember several years ago when um, all of us lived with our mother? <laughs> and we had this random, like, doorbell ring at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning yes dude okay 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 let me put this in a preface for you guys this was like a couple years ago i think it was the year of the killer clowns like i, the, I like, don't know if 20... it was that one that year or the year before that anyways it was close to that era okay if you guys remember that so it was like two o'clock in the morning i had come home from work i was still awake and i believe susan and our younger sister were sleeping and I heard a doorbell and our younger sister was watching a video. So I kind of just assumed it was her video. And then it happened again. 
okay, you, okay. by this point, guys, I'm awake because my room is closest to our front door. I'm freaking out. I'm Emily freaking comes out. running down the well, not running because she don't want to alert anybody outside. She comes tiptoeing down the hallway. And so we all end up congregated in my mom's room. We call the police. Because we because thought somebody was ringing our doorbell to like get and in knocking on us. our door. Right. Also right? preface that like two weeks before there had been a huge drug bust at the apartment complex right near our house. Yeah. So like we have no idea what the heck's going on. I found out who it was. Who? It was A. No. And the other one, C, the one that shares Are the date of birth. Are you freaking kidding me? Yes. Are you freaking kidding me? Yes. So as I'm on her podcast last last week, soft what a whore. the confession corner. <laughs> we are soft watching the confession corner for her podcast platform. She tells me that she has a confession to tell me. I that she was not. The one, that her and C were the only one were the ones that rang the doorbell and were sitting at the end of the street cackling while the cops rolled up. Oh my god. And remember, we even texted her and was like, and hey, her. <laughs> and we're like, hey, did you swing by our house? Because like remember, we thought that we saw see remember like in in on the side of the road and so we texted a and we're like hey by the way did did you come over she's like no girl no why what's going on Uh, yeah apparently they were down the street cackling that's not even funny (laughs) you guys we had the cops at our house at two o'clock in the freaking morning we were like all four of us were scared as crap because it was all women in the house at the time and, uh, and that's not even funny. Sm- we live in a small, we used to live in a smaller town, right? So the response time was not 100% immediate. No shade to our hometown, but it was a little slow. So there could have been a killer outside. And it was our, it was my best friend. I literally read her the riot act after we left. I'm so mad at her right now. <laughs> I'm going to freaking like text her after we're done and be like, you freaking slut. <laughs> Well, now that we have aired some personal uh, stories on our end and confessions that have been revealed to us, um, thank you guys so much for joining us here at the Confession Corner, where each week, myself and Emily and probably another host will join us to talk about your secrets and confessions. You want to say anything else, Emily? I don't think so. I'm just super excited for this. I can't wait to hear everybody's confessions. And I genuinely can't wait to see where the podcast goes and how it grows. And I just can't wait. I'm super excited. Me too. So here at the Confession Corner, we meet weekly and we talk about the secrets. And secrets don't stay secret for long. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. We will see you next week, bright and early. Bye. Bye.
Hey guys, Emily popping in here. We want to connect with you on social media, so if you could follow us on the Confession Corner pod on Instagram. We also have an email if you ever want to send anything to us at theconfessioncornerpod at gmail.com. I also want to give a huge shout out to my personal friend, Will, who created this amazing logo for us. And if you guys want to follow him, his Instagram is going to be WJM underscore designs underscore. Will is an amazing artist. He created our beautiful logo for us. I just gave him an idea and he absolutely ran with it. So go follow him. Go follow us at uh, the Confession Corner pod on Instagram. Let's see where this goes, guys. Welcome to the Confession Corner, where your secrets don't stay secret for long.